Man, I'm excited, and uh, my name is Pastor Jeremy, and along with my wife, man, we pastored the greatest church in Las Vegas, and so, man, I'm so glad you're here. If you're brand new with us, uh, church, can we just clap and welcome you, man? Thanks for being here today. Thanks for checking us out. And so, man, we're so glad you guys are here. Uh, before I get started, before I get excited, uh, also something very important. Uh, tonight, my basketball team is playing. We're 0-7, and uh, it's, it's, uh, why is that funny? And, uh, and uh, it's playoffs, though, all right? So that 0-7 don't matter, because how many know we've been paid by the blood of Jesus? And, uh, and so uh, if we win, uh, it's going to be amazing. I'm going to cut the net down, and uh, I'm not going to come home. I'm just going to... We're just going to go get pizza, all right? And so uh, it's amazing. Also, I want to say thank you, church. Thank you for your generosity. Thank you for giving in school supplies this entire month of, uh, of July. We had packed the bus out in the lobby. And man, you brought in uh, rulers, notebooks, all those things. And uh, what we were able to do is we were able to take an entire truckload, a truckload to, uh, uh, to an elementary school on the east side of town on, uh, what is it, Christie and Sahara, right? What's that? Christy, I am so sorry. I apologize. I, I need to go back and, and visit. And, uh, but man, we went uh, to a, uh, just a phenomenal elementary school. Rebecca's on the front row. She's one of the counselors there. And, uh, and I got to tell you, they were just thrilled. Man, they were so grateful uh, for your generosity, for all that we were able to give them. Because a lot of students come to school with no supplies, and they say, do you have any supplies? And you literally, just, they would put the kids in the classroom, the parents go, can you help? And this year they're saying, you know it, you know it, we have more than enough. And so I want you to watch this real quick video uh, of us visiting this phenomenal school on the east side. Check it out. Avenue Church, we just wanted to say thank you so much for your generosity. Through your giving, we were able to bless an elementary school in the Las Vegas area, Richie Rendell Elementary. We were able to provide the school with school supplies such as backpacks, binders, and more that will set the students up for success this school year. Thank you guys so much for all the support and love that you've shown to our school, to my students. We're so grateful. At Richard J. Rendell Elementary School, we are in such need for school supplies. Our students are in great need, and this will just give such a strong relief to starting the school year. We are eternally grateful for your generosity and all that you've done for our students. Thank you very much. Hi, everybody. We thank you for all and appreciate all the support you have given our students, especially on the heart of Las Vegas, the east side of town. Our students really uh, need those extra materials and things to get them going for the school year. We can't thank you guys enough. So man, how many know we're not just making a difference in our community, we're making a difference in our city. And so we guys, one more time, give it up for yourselves. Come on, thank you. Thank you so much. We have so many more uh, projects. How many know we are a church on mission? And uh, so August 21st, we're going to be doing our Saturday pop-up pantry. And so pop-up markets could be happening. So I'd love uh, for you to be there. So come and join me as well. And we're going to be feeding over 300 cars that are going to be driving through at Spring Valley High School. August 27th is Water Baptism Sunday. And so, man, I would love to honor the dunk you, all right? 
29. See, I was close. I mean, it was an odd number, you know. August 29th will be water baptism Sunday, and we'll be dunking you. And uh, there's some people, I'm going to keep you under longer, because the longer you are, the holier you are. Come on, somebody. I'm kidding. Joking. And so, man, we are in a middle of a series, but before, uh, man, today's the finale, all right? So real quick, we are, uh, we're a talk back church, because I'm deaf, okay? And we're hearing aids. Uh, we're in a finale. Today is the last message in this collection of talks that we've gotten 11 weeks. Y'all, we've never gotten 11 weeks at anything, all right? And so 11 weeks, and turn and tell your neighbor, oh man, oh what? Some of you are like, 11? 11 weeks, you know, 11 weeks on, on earth as it is in heaven, but I love next week. You got to come back next week. Last week, we, uh, we prayed over seven families of child dedication. It was incredible. Today, we're praying over teachers. Teachers, uh, I know you're going back to work tomorrow. And man, we are praying for you and we are so thankful for you. But parents, our kids go back to school tomorrow. Come on, somebody. Uh, but also, we're starting a brand new series, our collection of talks called Sitcom. Sitcom. Have we seen the video on our social media? Make sure you check it out, but sitcom, uh, man, it's going to be a, uh, man, it really is going to be a different kind of series, man. We're going to talk about family, what it's like, man. We're going to talk about all kinds of, I mean, we literally, we might go uh, 11 weeks on what we have uh, for this entire series. So I just encourage you, man, try to make it every Sunday. Try to make it every Sunday. Also online, man, we're so glad you're watching online today. Can we give it up for online campus as well? Man, we're glad you guys are uh, with us today. And so, man, I got a lot to talk about. A lot to talk about. I'm fired up because this is the finale of On Earth As It Is In Heaven. On Earth As It Is In Heaven. We've been going through uh, anywhere in scriptures that says kingdom of heaven or kingdom of God. And we did that for several weeks. And then we jumped into the Lord's Prayer. Uh, man, our Father who is in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Oh, I said it. Be thy name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us of our trespasses. Deliver, deliver us from temptation. Every element of the Lord's Prayer. Because Jesus said, I want you to pray like this. I hope you've been encouraged for the past 11 weeks. Man, it, it, it has to be more than just getting to heaven. Let's make heaven on earth. Man, let's see deaf eyes. Uh, Yo, deaf eyes. See, I'm, I'm rusty, man. Pastor Lindsay Priest last week. Yo, uh, man, can we see uh, deaf ears open, blind eyes open? Uh, can we be able to see God do the miraculous in our life? In our life. And so if you've got your Bibles, I love John chapter 16. John chapter 16. Because I think there's kind of a tension when we talk about uh, heaven coming to earth. For these past 11 weeks. I think there's kind of a tension that we say, man, this was, this was so good. It was great. I mean, worry, uh, man, it, you know, it's not what if, it's even if. If you were here last week, that was a phenomenal message by my wife, Pastor Lindsay. And make sure you check that out on YouTube. Man, even somebody last week said, this was the best Avenue Church service ever. And I was like, I didn't preach. You know, it's so good. It was so good. I was like, come on, I was in the front row. And uh, man, I mean, just 11 weeks of learning that it's daily bread. 
that it's not just spiritual nourishment, but, but it's, it's our physical needs. It's, it's what we need. We, Lorenzo talked about temptation and testing. Phenomenal message by Lorenzo and Dave and Randall. Pastors Dave and Randall from the heart of LA. Man, they talked about uh, get off God's throne and put God on the throne. And it's just phenomenal. I think a lot of times there can be a tension where, you know, the spiritual walk, and if you're brand new with us today, I don't always use props, okay? All right, don't at me, you know, but uh, I think sometimes there's a tension in the spiritual journey where we say, okay, uh, our, our, our Father, right, uh, who, who is in heaven, Okay, uh, how, how will be your name? And so I have a, I have a, uh, a heavenly father who's, who's not like my earthly father. He's, my, he's a good God. And, and have you ever gone to like the grocery store and uh, you're like, I'm going to give him one thing. All right, and ladies, this is Target, okay? Have you ever gone to like Target or the grocery store and you go, I'm going to get one thing. And then you get one thing and you're like, this is the one thing that I needed. And maybe if you're hungry, right, this is me at the grocery store. You're hungry, you're like, well, then I, I need this too. And then maybe my wife will text me to like get, get a Get, get a crate, you know, of, of something, and, and then you'll get a crate. And I'm always that guy without the cart going like this to the, to the thing. I'm that guy. And then you drop stuff, you know, you're like, can you get that for me? And then you're, and then you're trying to, how many know what I'm talking about, right? And sometimes I think this feels this way spiritually. Where we're kind of going like, okay, like, all right, 11 weeks, like, how do I, like, like, I, I don't even know if I'm saved, you know? Like, like I messed up an hour ago. And, and how do I juggle everything that God says in his word? How do I package everything? Because how many of you know if you're from the south, you get a buggy. If you're from Vegas, you get a cart. And I love what Jesus said. Jesus said, it is, to, in John chapter 16, it is for your advantage that I go away. So here at this point, he died on the cross. He was placed in a tomb for three days. He resurrected, came back alive. How many know, God's not dead. Surely he's alive. Okay. Did I go away, Abby? I couldn't. For if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. But if I go, I will send you a helper. And the way I picture that is I picture the helper going, okay, hey, Jeremy, I'm, I'm here now. And I'm going to help you take everything that says in God's word. I'm going to help you every single day and every single hour. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to tie it all together so that you can. So that you can. So that you can. That we don't have to fail. And trust me, hear me out. Christianity, it leaks sometimes. Yeah, you know I mean, and sometimes you go, oh no, I got I messed up, I gotta screw up, and I gotta put it back. And I think there's such a tension of how do I do all that I'm supposed to do? Jesus says, Let me help you. I'm gonna send you a helper to help you. And here's what I love: the helper is the Holy Spirit. The helper it's the Holy Spirit. So do me a favor. Man, if you're not a Christ follower, if you are a Christ follower, if you're first time today, or this is not your first time today, I want you to turn and tell your neighbor, I need help. I need help, all right? Turn and tell your other neighbor, all right? Tell your other neighbor, your second favorite, right? Tell your other neighbor, actually, I'm a hot mess. All right? I'm a hot mess. Because how many know here today, I need help. 
I'm God's man of faith and power. I'm the pastor of Avenue Church. Come on, somebody. I need help. I need help. Pastor Lindsay, that. We need help. We need help. I need the Holy Spirit. Do I need the Holy Spirit to get into heaven? I need the Holy Spirit when I drive in Vegas. But I need the Holy Spirit when I'm in line at the grocery store. I need the Holy Spirit when I go to family reunions. Come on, can we be real today? They're not watching, right? I need the Holy Spirit when I'm angry. I need the Holy Spirit when I'm ticked off. I need the Holy Spirit when I want to say things that I know I shouldn't say those things. And the Holy Spirit goes, mm, don't do it, don't do it. Holy Spirit, like a little guy holding me back, you know? Don't do it. I need help. And here's what I love, a definition of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is God in action. The Holy Spirit is God in motion. How many know Holy Spirit is God in motion? Then guess what? We're in motion. We're always moving. We're always doing something. We're always making a difference. And I love this. The experience, the Holy Spirit is the experience of divine power working in, upon, and around. Working in, upon, and around. Now there's a biblical term called uh, the Trinity. You actually won't see the word Trinity in the Bible, but you can see the Trinity all throughout the Bible. And, th- and, and bear with me, I've been in ministry 19 years. I can go forever on the Holy Spirit. I can go 11 weeks on the Holy Spirit because there's so much on the Holy Spirit. But here's what the Trinity is. The Trinity is, it's God the Father, then it's God the Son, and then it's God the Holy Spirit. Uh, my son's nine years old, Levi, and uh, this week we're driving in the truck, and I said, hey, Levi, who's the Holy Spirit? And he kind of went, <laughs> I was like, I know, right? Confusing, right? I go, who's the Holy Spirit? He goes, uh, God in us? And I was like, dude, you just, you just did it. You took like 50 hours of study into a little sentence. The Holy Spirit is God in us. Not me but God inside of me. And there's all throughout the Bible. I mean, I could sit here and go into apologetics. I can go in here and go, this is really true. But what I'm going to do this morning is I'm going to tell you uh, where we see the Holy Spirit and then what the Holy Spirit actually does for us. And I love this. In Matthew chapter 3, we see the Holy Spirit. It says, Matthew chapter 3, John the Baptist baptized people. Jesus shows up and Jesus says, I want you to water baptize me on August 29th at Avenue Church, right? And when Jesus was baptized, it's God the Son. So God the Son shows up, gets baptized. And when he went out of the water, behold, the heavens were opened to him and he saw the Spirit of God. Then he saw the, the God, the Holy Spirit. Descend on him, not, not a dove, but like a dove, and coming to rest on Jesus. And behold, a voice from heaven, God the Father. So we see God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. And God the Father says, this is my beloved Son, God the Son, with whom I am well Please, can I just tell you, Jesus could have been like, I'm fine, Dad. You know what I mean? Like, I don't need the Holy Spirit to descend on me. But here's what I want you to realize. We need the Holy Spirit so that we can live like heaven is on earth. I need the Holy Spirit every single day so I could try to live like heaven is actually on earth instead of... Oh, it's just terrible. It's doom and gloom. This is, I, just, I just don't know if I could... 
I need the Holy Spirit. I need the Holy Spirit. I love Jesus, John chapter 14. If you're interested in the Holy Spirit, read John's 14, 15, and 16. And I love that as Jesus said, I am telling you these things now, that while I'm still with you, so I'm teaching, I'm training, I'm walking with you. It's interesting, Jesus was like the Holy Spirit to the disciples. He was with them, teaching them, training them. Say, Peter, put that guy's, why'd you cut that guy's ear off, you know? And like, and I love this. But when the Father sends the advocate, and somebody needs to see this today, the Holy Spirit is God's representative. The Holy Spirit is God's advocate. He's not against you. He's for you. He wants to help you. He wants to intercede on your behalf. That is the Holy Spirit. I love this. And the Holy Spirit will teach you everything and will remind you of everything that I have told you. Have you ever been like, oh man, what's the name of that song, right? And your spouse or your friend's like, oh, it's, it's blue suede shoes, you know? Or, or you throw a song out. What is that? Sometimes you go, I don't know what it says in God's word. And the Holy Spirit goes, it, it says this. I'm here to teach you. I'm here to remind you. I, I promise you there's been times where you're like, I'm, I'm just so sick and tired of being sick and tired. I'm just done. Uh, man, I'm, I'm tired of praying. I'm tired of believing. You know what? I'm just, I'm just going to go. I'm going to cut loose. And then the process of, of cutting loose or backsliding or the process of just throwing it all away in your faith. You go, I'm going to go over here. And all of a sudden the Holy Spirit kind of hands you a little piece. I mean, what I'm talking about? And the Holy Spirit goes, hey, before you do that, here. And you're like, oh, great. Thanks a lot, Holy Spirit. That still small voice on the inside. Here's what I love about the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit, he teaches and reminds us. And I put it in an opinionated world. He teaches us and he reminds us in an opinionated world. Here's what I love about the Holy Spirit. For many of us in this room, and I grew up in church, all right? I got scars to prove it. This is from my, you know, I got scars to prove. But can I just encourage you? I've always heard about the Holy Spirit, but I never experienced the Holy Spirit. I always thought Holy Spirit was like, what's, is that like positive vibes? You know, one day Levi came home from school. He was young. He was like four or five years old. And he came home from school. I was like, what'd you learn at school today, buddy? And he literally went... Four or five years old, little guy. He went, take the negative energy and push it out. <laughs> I'm like, are you serious? That's awesome. Like, come on, everybody. Let's all do this together. Right, take the negative energy and push it out. And I was like, it is not a coincidence it's in the belly area because that's Care Bears. <laughs> I mean, I'm talking about, right? Care Bears there. <laughs> Can I just encourage you, for many of us in this room, we, we may read information, but we need the revelation. And that comes from the Holy Spirit. That comes from the Holy Spirit. Have you ever read something in the Bible and you're like, I have no idea what this means. I have no clue. And that's everybody in this room, right? Everyone put your hand up. Like, I've read stuff in the Bible that makes no sense. But then later on, when you're going through it, when you're going through something, and you open your Bible and you read the same thing you once didn't understand. It was just information that goes in one ear, out the other ear. But you read that same portion of Scripture, all of a sudden you have a revelation. You go, oh, it makes sense. It is more than just a book. It's a manual. Man, it's more than just information. I now have revelation. And I'm going to try to put, because I'm trying to be a good pastor, all right? I'm a good pastor, okay? And so I'm trying to make things rhyme so we can remember it. But I can understand it, 
because I got the Holy Spirit. I can understand it because I got the Holy Spirit. There's many times in my life when I don't understand why or what, but the Holy Spirit comes in and guides me and leads me. Now, John chapter 16, Jesus says, hey guys, when he comes, right? Remember, Jesus is like, the helper's coming. The advocate, he's coming. But then he also says, he will convict the world of its sin. Comma. Sometimes the Pharisees, sometimes religious people go, ah, right there, convict. I'm going to convict you, right? But don't remember, there's a, there's a comma and, part of the same sentence, and of God's righteousness. And of God's holiness. And God's justification. Justification means just as if I've never sinned, right? And so he'll convict you of its sin, of God's righteousness, and of the coming judgment. I'm here to encourage you today. The Holy Spirit convicts us and never condemns us. Convicts us and never condemns us. Now I want you to hold on your seatbelt for this word right here. All right, normally I'm a preacher. I got to teach today. Because this word conviction is almost in the same word as like, repent, right? You're like, oh man, I've been in church for man, 45 minutes and now he's yelling and screaming conviction and repentance. What's going on here? And here's what I want you to be able to see. In Romans chapter 8, Paul's writing to the church in Rome, and Paul says, And he who searches hearts knows what is in the mind of the Spirit. Hey, come on, that's the whole, that, that was the devil right there, I'll tell you what. <laughs> and the Spirit, because the Spirit intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. When the Holy Spirit convicts, the Holy Spirit says, hey, there's an area in your life that let's, let's deal with this so that you could stay in the will of God. And here's what's interesting. And we know that for those who love God, and we quote this all the time, right? All things work together for good. Can I get an amen? amen. Right? All things work together for good for those who are called according to his purpose. You know what's interesting? I wonder if we allow the Holy Spirit to search our heart and to convict us. I wonder if in that conviction, if and when we obey the Holy Spirit, then all things work together for good. Then all things work together for good for those who are called according to his purpose. And I can see that. When I don't listen to the Holy Spirit, I close up my heart. Because remember, the Holy Spirit's a gentleman. He's not just going to show up and go, ah, right? He says, will you let me into your heart? So you can close out the Holy Spirit. And you say, don't search me. I don't even want to know. I, I'm fine. I don't want to deal. A lot of times when we have that mentality, we move farther away from purpose. God's purpose for our life. But here's what I want you to understand. Conviction means I can lovingly see what is hurting me, and I can change. That's what conviction is. Okay? Sometimes we think conviction is condemnation. Sometimes we think when I say conviction, condemnation means you are wrong and you can never change. That's what we think conviction is. Conviction, that's not what conviction is. That's condemnation. And to those, there is no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. And so what the Holy Spirit does, Holy Spirit doesn't go, oh my goodness. You finally let me search your heart and you're disgusting. Your heart is in the gutter, man. The Holy Spirit would never do that. That's what the enemy will do. The enemy will do it. Man, why are you even just showing up at Avenue Church? Man, why are you even open? Don't even open up your word. Don't even open up all that God has for your life because you are terrible. The Holy Spirit says, no, 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 no. You are made in God's image. You are God's masterpiece. But, 
But we got this little area. Man, let's deal with it. Let's heal it. Let's restore it. Let it be not just in your past, but let it be a part of your freedom. Because I want you to know God, find freedom, discover purpose, make a difference. I'm preaching good today. Can we go to 11? Is that cool? Can we go to 11? 11.30? We'll get party subs. But here's what I love. Conviction in the Greek is this word. I love preachers. Preachers that are like, they go on YouTube, like, how do I say the Greek word? Or in the Logos app that I have, it tells you how to say the Greek word, but I'm still deaf. Okay? So it's like conviction is uh, pleurophoria. Jesus Christo te ama mucho. Here's what conviction also means. It means complete certainty. Conviction means full assurance. I love that. When the Holy Spirit convicts me, he's teaching me and he's reminding me. When the Holy Spirit convicts me, the Holy Spirit is never, what are you doing? What's wrong with you? The Holy Spirit is saying, don't do that. You are more than that. You are better than that. You are God's masterpiece. You are a child of God. You're incredible. God's got a plan for your life. Man, if you throw it away, it's okay. I'll be right there to pick you back up. That's conviction. It's conviction. The Holy Spirit convicts us. The Holy Spirit teaches us. Man, there's times where I just sit and try to listen to the Holy Spirit. And can I tell you, I wish it was just sit down and go, and he's just like, what's up, Jeremy? I'm like, what's up, Holy Spirit? What do I want to learn today? I wish it was like that. But it's not always that way. But I'm still allowing the Holy Spirit to teach me. And some of you in this room, you're like, I've learned, I know all about the Bible. You need to allow the Holy Spirit to continue to remind you. Remind us. Here's the next one. The Holy Spirit gives us peace. During some crazy times. Peace during crazy times. I love Jesus, John chapter 14. Jesus says, and I'm leaving you the gift, the Holy Spirit. I have to go so the gift can come. And that gift is peace of mind and peace of heart. And the peace that I give is the gift the world cannot give. No one in this world can give you peace. No one in this world can give you hope except through Jesus and through the Holy Spirit. So do not be troubled or afraid. Now I've always thought this that Holy Spirit gives me peace. How many know? I've been in some dangerous situations. I've been in some scary situations where I should be freaking out, where I should be afraid, but there's peace that surpasses all understanding. Man, I just, I just, like, like, is something wrong with me? Should I be freaking out? But it's the Holy Spirit. But here's what's interesting, is the Holy Spirit gives us peace. The Holy Spirit, right, gives us peace of mind and peace of heart. And here's the interesting peace I give as a gift. The world cannot give, so don't be troubled or afraid. you got the Holy Spirit. But here's what's interesting in 2 Timothy chapter 1. For God has not given us, has not gave us, for God gave us a spirit, not of fear, but of power and love and of self-control. And other translations say power and of love and a sound mind. Here's what's interesting. If the Holy Spirit is the spirit of God who gives me peace and gives me hope, there's another spirit called fear that wants to give you worry and anxiety and the what-ifs instead of the even-ifs. So I want to ask you today, which spirit are we hanging out with? Spirit of fear? Or the Holy Spirit? The Holy Spirit. And here's what I love. We're in scary times. It's been a scary year. 2020, we don't talk about it, right? I mean, it's just like over here. Like, remember 2020? No, I don't. 
I don't. Here's what I love about Avenue Church. We stayed on mission. We stayed on vision. We're four and a half years old. God's doing incredible things in you and through you. How many know the best is yet to come? But here's what I love in Acts chapter 9. Here is the definition of Avenue Church. Here it is. And so Avenue Church throughout all Las Vegas, come on, and all uh, Boulder City, here's my Boulder City, right? And all of Pahrump, yeah, that's a sick, come on. And all Pahrump, and so Avenue Church throughout Las Vegas and Nevada and United States had peace and it was building up. It was being built up. We didn't start this church to use people. We started this church to build people. And I love this, walking in the fear of the Lord, a healthy respect. God's got this. I got peace. I got hope. We're going to be okay. I don't need that worry and fear and anxiety. I love this. And walking in the fear of the Lord and the comfort of the Holy Spirit it multiplied. Multiplied. Man, I get excited because I really believe I can endure it because I got the Holy Spirit. I can make it. I can make it no matter what this fall brings. I can endure it. Because I got the Holy Spirit. Here's the next one. I'm going to go a lot quicker. I'm, man, see, I told you I could go forever, all right? The Holy Spirit speaks to us in a loud world. Man, can I tell you it's loud? It's loud out there. Okay, I was talking to a parent, and the parent was talking about how, like, their kids, uh, they'll, they'll take the iPad away from the kids because they're playing the iPad. And I was like, yeah, we're literally like, get off that iPad. We're on our phones. We have access to everything, to all information. I can just let you know, the Holy Spirit, he, he will speak to you. It is more than just Holy Spirit speaks to pastors Jeremy and Lindsay and Lorenzo and David. It's more than that. The Holy Spirit wants to speak to you. The Holy Spirit wants you to know God and know him. He wants to speak to you. And I love this in John 16. When the Spirit of truth, when the Holy Spirit comes, he will guide you into all truth. For he will not speak on his own authority. I want you to catch this. He will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will talk to you, speak to you, declare to you the things that are to come. The Holy Spirit wants to talk to you. I remember before we started this church, the Holy Spirit spoke to me, and so I want you to start a life giving church. And I told the Holy Spirit, wow, incredible, amazing. Open my Bible. And right there, Jesus told Peter, upon this rock, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. And I said, yes, thank you, Jesus. And then I said, Holy Spirit, I need a favor. Will you tell my wife? Will you tell Pastor Lindsay? So I'm not going to drag her. Into, like, Holy Spirit spoke to me. Let's go. And the Holy Spirit said, I got you. And what was it? About two or three weeks later, I think, right? The Holy Spirit uh, spoke to my wife. She came up to me and she said, can we talk? I was like, but what? What do I do, you know? She said, I think God wants us to start a church. I remember that. I had my iPad and I learned I flip it over and I showed her the book I was reading. It was like church planting for dummies, you know, like kind of like that. It was a bad book. It wasn't very good. And uh, but I was like, me too. I remember driving down the road and we're trying to think, man, where do, we, where do we start a church? You know, like we love Las Vegas. And that, you know, do we start one here? Do we go back to, you know, uh, to Midwest? You know, do we go to California? California? Yeah, yeah, California. And Colorado? Like, where do we start a church? And all of a sudden the Holy Spirit spoke to me. As I was hearing on the radio. They said, Wet and Wild, Wet and Wild's coming. And I thought they were talking about the one downtown that we used to have, the better one. You know, way better than Cowabunga back in the day. And uh, all of a sudden, uh, I said, man, someone should start a church 
But I went wild. And that's when I just felt the Holy Spirit. I had to pull over and go, what is this? Check the air conditioning. What's, what, what's taking place? I remember my wife was driving to a conference. She was meeting me at the conference. And she's driving. She's like, I don't know, you know, what we're going to do. I mean, where's the church going to be? The name of the church? When? When? Sometimes we hear the Holy Spirit, but sometimes we got to wait. So he says, when? When do we start? And all of a sudden, she's like, Avenue, Avenue Church, Avenue Kids. Man, I am the way, the truth, the life. Man, there's many different avenues to, to, to Jesus because Jesus is the avenue to heaven. And here's what I love about all those things. I tell you all those things because right here, it says, the Holy Spirit will not speak on his own authority. Here's how the Holy Spirit speaks. He speaks through the Bible. The Holy Spirit uses God's word. I love this, through prayer. But in prayer, the Holy Spirit still uses God's Word. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God. The Word was with God. They're in unity. They're, in, they're together. They're on the same team. And I love this, a still, small voice. I once visited a Christian university in Florida. And uh, I was there because I was serving a, uh, a speaker, and he spoke at their chapel Hundreds of students uh, wanting to be ministry, seminary, all that. And, uh, and so we went, I met the president of the university. And so we're talking, I'm like literally, you know, uh, I all of a sudden he started telling me a story. He's like, are you single? And I was like, yeah, I'm single. And like, you know, what you got, you know? And, and he goes, well, let me tell you a story. There was a, it's an incredible story. He said, one of our students, um, he, he came into my office and he's like, uh, Mr. President, can I, can I speak with you? And, and his name was Richard. And, and so he said, yeah, sure, come on in, make an appointment. He came in and he's like, man, I, I was in prayer. And I just feel really strongly that, that the Holy Spirit told me so-and-so is my wife on campus. And he was like, so-and-so. And it was a young lady on campus who was, who was beautiful. Uh, I think her, her father was a, a well-known preacher and all that. And it's just this beautiful young lady. And, 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 and the president goes, oh, wow, Jesus spoke to you and told you? He's like, yeah, she's, she's my wife. Like, I know she's my wife. He goes, that is so interesting because God told three other guys the same thing this week. <laughs> Amazing. Can I just encourage you? I'm, I think we're all still working at this, right? That's still a small voice. Okay, is this the Holy Spirit? Is this me? Or is this the enemy? Is that that condemnation? This is, this, this, this is a journey, but it becomes easier and better as we begin to know God. Right? The, the sheep know my voice. It just gets easier, but also I want you to know the still small voice complements the Word of God. Never contradicts the Word of God. Church, I got to tell you, we got to stop blaming the Holy Spirit for stuff. Right? God told me. I don't think that's actually quite contradictory to His Word. But we got to read God's Word and pray and still small voice. I love this. I hear it because I got the Holy Spirit. I hear it because I got the Holy Spirit. Here's my last point. And many of us were saying, man, how do I do all this? How do I begin to really read and understand God's word and, and what it says? Man, how do I break free from addiction? 
Man, how do I? And this is hard for me in this next point because the Holy Spirit gives us power to live like heaven on earth. The Holy Spirit gives us power to live like heaven is on earth. Many of us in this room, we say, yeah, I, the Holy Spirit, I mean, my mission in life is not to make church things weird. That's my mission in life. Because the Holy Spirit is he's not weird. He's my helper. He's not weird. He's my advocate. He's not weird. He's someone who speaks to me and guides me and leads me. And can I tell you, I don't always listen to the Holy Spirit. I say, oh, that's, that's cool. That's good. I listen to my flesh. But there has to be an ingredient for me to actually say, our Father who's in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. I don't want to go another year living like earth. I want to live like heaven is on earth. I want to live in fear, worry, and anxiety. I don't want to live like it's all contingent on me. It's on my shoulders. I'm in control. I don't want to live like I'm the boss. I want to live like there's a heavenly father who loves me, wants to take care of me, who's not mad at me, but loves me, who has a plan for my life. I want to live on purpose and on mission. Man, I'm at the age where it's like, yeah, 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 I've worked hard and I deserve things, but still, I don't want to live for me. I want to live for others. And I love this. Jesus said, John 14, and I tell you the truth. This is true. I'm not lying. Anyone who believes in me, they're going to do the same works, the same things. Resurrect the dead. Heal the sick. Touch leprous people. Come on, somebody. Right? The same things I have done. But also, you're going to do even greater works because I'm not going to be with, because I'm leaving, and I'm going to be with the Father. Because when I go, He comes. When I go, the Holy Spirit shows up. And I love Acts chapter 1, right? But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you will be my witnesses. Can I tell you, man, the Holy Spirit says, yes, we're doing this thing. And as you're doing this thing, all people around you are going, man, there's something different about them. Man, you are a witness. I want what you have. There's something different about you. And you'll be my witnesses in Vegas, in Nevada, in the United States, to the ends of the world. Can I just encourage you this morning, if I'm able to wrap up our 11 weeks together, that how do I bring heaven to earth? Man, how do I live by faith? Man, how do I not quit or give up? How do I begin to go on a journey of knowing God and finding freedom, discovering my purpose and, and man, making a difference? Man, how do I get into connect? How do I get into a small group? How do I serve on the A-team? How do I get free? I want you to know the Holy Spirit gives us power to overcome the enemy. Holy Spirit not fighting against the enemy. The Holy Spirit is over the enemy. The Holy Spirit has all authority over the enemy. How many know the Holy Spirit gives us power to resist temptation? How many know the Bible? Renzo brought it out, right? Man, man, there is no temptation that has control of you except what is common to everybody else. But God is faithful. 
He always has a way out. You're never stuck. You're never uh, met forced to give in. But the Holy Spirit gives us power to resist temptation. The Holy Spirit gives us power to defeat fear. How many know I have the Holy Spirit, the gift of peace, the gift of hope, not spirit of fear. Man, but I have the Holy Spirit through power and love and a sound mind. Can I just tell you, the Holy Spirit gives us power to live in God's calling and God's purposes, the will of God. Man, how many know all things work together because of the Holy Spirit? Because of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit gives us power to strengthen us, to lead us, to guide us. The Holy Spirit gives us power to make it every single day. The Holy Spirit is my advocate, my helper. The Holy Spirit makes us dinatos. Dunatos. Dunatos. I said my own word wrong. Come on, somebody. But here's what I want us to do today. Will you stand with me, please? I'm going to read one more scripture. I love this Ephesians chapter 2. And I want us to take time, if you're able to. I know school starts tomorrow. I know teachers, you've been getting their classrooms ready all week. I know you've been going, man, hustling through the summer. Man, I know my CEOs, my entrepreneurs. Man, you're gearing up for the fall. It's uncertain. We don't know what's going to take place. We don't know the trends and all that uncertainty. But I just want you to know, Ephesians chapter 2, Paul says, I pray that you understand that you have a revelation today. Man, don't leave here with information. And I hope you have information. I hope you're like, man, this is incredible. I'm going to study this out for myself. But man, I hope you have revelation of the incredible greatness of God's power for us who believe. For us who believe that this is the same mighty power that raised Christ from the dead is available to you and me. But with every head bowed, every eye closed, I want you to just do me a quick favor. Maybe you're in this room today and you've heard of the Holy Spirit. Maybe you're in this room today and you had a revelation of who He is, but maybe you've never allowed Him into your heart. You've never said, Holy Spirit, I give you permission to speak to me to guide me, to lead me. Holy Spirit, I just want you to give a moment. To say, yeah, maybe Jesus is in my heart and we're gonna give an invitation in just a few minutes. So maybe you're here today to say, I've been doing this on my own. Holy Spirit, I need you. Why don't you just take a moment, go ahead, Abby, just a moment. Say, Holy Spirit, open my heart. You won't hurt me. You won't condemn me. But you're gonna help me. You're going to set me free. You're going to speak to me. Man, you're going to lead me and you're going to guide me. Holy Spirit.
have spoken And I know that it is so In the storm, in the storm You are peace Your love won't let me go You have spoken And I know that it is so But every head out of eye closed I love Ephesians too the same mighty power that raised Christ from the dead. That power is available to you today. Church, we're dunatos. We're powerful. We're strong. God's going to do something extraordinary this, this fall. And we're believing. Holy Spirit's been speaking to me. Line up in His Word. Vision for our church. Man, some crazy faith. I mean, no, it's, it's, it's only crazy until it happens. Some crazy stuff for our church. We're excited. But maybe you're here today and you walked in. You, you felt pretty dead. You walked in with no purpose. Void of hope. Then you walked in today. Fine, I'll, I'll show up. I'm gonna, nothing's going to change. The Holy Spirit showed up. And the Holy Spirit wrapped his arms around you. And the Holy Spirit was speaking to you, encouraging you. Maybe you're here today and you're saying, Pastor, I want, I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to go on a journey of knowing him and finding freedom and discovering my purpose. But I never thought God would use me to make a difference. I realized I'm not powerful because I got the Holy Spirit. But every head out of my eye closed. If that's you today, just out of total respect, total privacy. I will never embarrass you. I won't single you out. But man, I would love to know who I'm praying for. If that's you today, you're saying, Pastor, will you leave me in a prayer to accept Jesus as my Lord and my Savior? If that's you. Just put a hand up. Put it right back down. Yes. Anyone else? Up. Right back down. Yes. Yes. Up. And just put it right back down. That's all I want. Yes. Over there. Up. Right back down. How I many know we're in this together? That's a lot of hands. Come on. How many know we don't pray alone at Avenue Church? Every single person, I want you to lift your voice and say, Dear Jesus, say thank you for paying for what I did. Say thank you for dying on the cross. Say I repent of my sins. Say be Lord of my life. Say the best way you know how. I'm going to live for you. Say I now know who I am. I'm saved. I'm redeemed. I'm a child of God. 